guys, welcome back to the Honey Breathe podcast. I am your host, or really just the person talking to you, I'm Iz. And today, we have an exciting episode planned, a really exciting episode. Um, I sound happy, I know, shocker. This is a new thing. Um, but I, well, we have a guest. But before I introduce the guest, I'm just going to say, well, first of all, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourself all that jazz, making sure you're doing okay, stuff like that. Um, so today, the topic we are going to be talking about is sports-induced anxiety, and I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Kelly. Kelly, you want to say hi? Yeah, hi, I'm Kelly. Um, Kelly and I, sorry, we're both like really nervous because we've literally been like trying to do this like um, so many times and it hasn't worked, so bear with us. Kelly and I have known each other forever oh my god this has been so long like for our whole life well for your whole life and then not my whole life but basic we've known each other forever and like family friends yada 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 and we both this topic is very near and dear to our hearts (laughs) i feel like we've talked about this in the past a little bit and we've kind of like Mm -hmm. it's just a weird topic because it's like we we both well kelly do you want to introduce yourself kind of tell like yeah your sport whatever um so, I've been a competitive figure skater for a while. It's mm-hmm. been, like, I don't know, 10 years, maybe. Um, and I've kind of struggled with, like, wanting to stay in the sport and, like, finding motivation mm-hmm. um, and all that. And, I don't know, it's just been kind of, like, a rocky journey uh, to, like, actually finding, like, out that I like figure skating yeah. um yeah but yeah so <laughs> yeah so that was like I guess that was her intro on the sport is there anything else? okay first of all let me just put this out there Kelly is like one of the people in this world that like really is like so kind okay there are a bunch of kind <laughs> people but like Kelly is just You're really <laughs> Kelly's like really I brought her on for a reason because she's very she can, like, easily, like, sympathize with others, and she just has such a big heart, so it's just so easy for her to, like, I, I feel like I just, like, because we, okay, so we were family friends for a while, and then, or forever, and then I feel like recently, or, like, maybe in, like, the past year, we really connected because we talked about more about, like, mental health and a lot about sports as well and kind of about our lives in general, so, like, we went from, like, the family friend basis, basis to, like, actual friends, mm-hmm. and I feel like that... I've gotten to know her so much better, and I've learned, like, oh, oh, holy shit, she's, like, a good person, and, like, <laughs> stuff like that, so that's why I brought her on, because I was, like, you know what, she's not gonna be judgmental, she's not, and I also told her before this, because I didn't want to get nervous, I told her that she's not gonna get judged either, so if anyone is listening to this right now, and feels like they want to feel like, you feel like they, you, I can't fucking speak English <laughs> today, feel like you want to judge either of us, um, I don't know what to say. Just leave. Just leave. Just leave, you know. Um, do what you will with... I don't know what I'm trying to fucking say. Do you want to take I over? I get it. You get it? Okay, good. Yeah. I feel like I'm all... I'm so tired. We're filming this on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> or, and I'm just like... It's... I'm so exhausted. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not... Oh, my God. Anyways. So, I'm trying to be a good host, you guys. I actually... I have notes, okay? Nice. I know. Kelly didn't even know. I was like, I have notes, Kelly. This is a big thing. Um, and so I'm looking at the notes, and I don't even know what I'm fucking reading because I'm so, like, confused. But anyways, um, 
how long we're just gonna get right into yeah. it with the whole sports thing so how long have you been doing mm, you already told me that <laughs> no you've you said you've been doing figure skating for about 10 years and you did it really competitively like how long do you spend how many days a week like at the height of your okay. career did you spend um, doing it so I have to say the height of my like skating mm-hmm. career um was when I was like pretty young um probably like I don't know maybe 12 Mm-hmm. That's when I was like really into it, um, and oh, it was so grueling. Like mm-hmm. I did not miss it. Um, but I used to wake up at like five a.m. Jesus, like, maybe three days a week, and then I would have like an hour, hour and a half practice, and then I would go to school, and then right after school I would be picked up and I drove to the rink, and then I would have a two-hour practice, oh and that was God. like maybe. I want to say, like, three or four days a week where I had it in the morning and in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But then maybe, like, six days a week of, like, skating every day. I feel like that, sound, that sounds so overwhelming because it's, like, even just waking up that early when you're that young, too. Dude, it and messed just, me up. That's what I'm saying. I'm, like, especially because a big thing for me was, like, my sport became my identity. And it's, like, oh my god, this yeah. is, like, who I am. I'm a gymnast. And, like, I bet that's, like, the same for you. Definitely it's like, the same. You spend so much time doing your sport at the rink, at the gym, at whatever. And it's, like, you start to be, like, this is who I am. I go to school and then I'm here. Exactly. And then it's, yeah. like, people you're with, they kind of become your, they become your friends and, like, stuff like that. But it's definitely, like, this is the life you've got. Like, it's, like, I don't know about you, but for me it was definitely, like, I couldn't hang out with people after school because I oh, practice. Yeah. I remember, like, multiple times, I would just be, like, full-on crying because all of my mm-hmm. friends were, like, going out and hanging out without yeah. me because I always had to be at practice, yeah. and I was always there, and then, like, the weekend, I'd wake up really early, and if someone mm-hmm. wanted to have a sleepover with me, I'd be super tired. Same. Oh, my god! So gosh. I had to go to bed at, like, 8.30, and all my yeah. friends were staying up really late, and it was just, it really, like, took out my social life. Yeah, 100%. And especially since that was, like, my formative years, and, mm-hmm. like, that's when you hang out with people, yeah. you know? Like, that's when you form your best friendships. Exactly. And I was just, like, always gone. I know, and I don't know about you, but it was, like, I feel like the people, like, when I did that, people would get, like, mad at me, because they're, like, why can't you ever hang out? And I'm, like, exactly. it's not my fault. I'm doing this sport, and it's, like, I I know that you went to, like, a really high level, so it's, like... Okay, but you did. Okay, let's not... We're not going to dumb it down. Kelly was is a good figure skater. Let's just put that out there. Thank you. And she... I feel like when you do dangerous stuff, where it's, yeah. like, you could literally hurt yourself so bad, then you have to be there all the time because it's, like, you have to be consistent in practice because yeah. if you miss it out, then it's, like, okay, I could come back and then I could get it all wrong and it's not going to be the way it was. Exactly. All that stuff. But I definitely... I definitely feel you with the whole social aspect of, like, you're really only with the people you, you're only with people at gym or at your practice, Mm -hmm. and then it's, like, that's it. And then you go home, and then you eat dinner, and then you go to bed. I feel like that's totally true, what you just Mm -hmm. said, but, um, a lot of skating, it can be super, like, isolating, because it's not a team sport. Yeah. It's an individual sport, and you're in a lesson for, like, a lot of the time that you're skating, and then it's just, like, free practice, and you, like, oh. work on your jumps, and you, like, a lot of it's, like, falling, 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 mm-hmm. but, like, I won't get into that. Yeah. Um, but it's just, like, you're so lonely for a lot of it. Like, 
you're focused on your sport, you're, like, doing whatever, mm-hmm. but then also you're, like, I don't know, for me, a lot of it was, like, in gym, you're mm-hmm. with a team, you know, and I yeah. always wanted to do, like, a team sport, mm-hmm. but then I was just, like, alone, you know, and I was, yeah. like, okay, like, there are people I'll talk to, but because it's, it's like, like you're, like, you're right doing there. your own thing, and yeah. it's not, like, for me, I, like, at least rotated through the events, and I was with people, mm-hmm. but for you, it's, like, how, like, how many people were in each practice, and did you, I feel like you had, like, a lot of private lessons. Yeah, okay, so you do, like, group lessons in skating mm-hmm. when you're super young. Yeah. Like, when you're just starting to skate, but when you're getting more, like, competitive and more serious about it, you do private lessons, mm-hmm. which is what I do, and they're, like, 30 minutes to, like, an hour, um where you're just, like, one-on-one with your coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were about, like, 20 other people on the session. Yeah. But you really only talk to your coach. And, like, when you have, like, yeah. a free second, you would go, like, talk to a friend. But then your coach would be like, hey, get back to practice. So it's like all you really do is focus on skating and focus on the skills. So yeah. it's like you really don't even get a social life when you're at practice. Either exactly. Because it's like you're just focusing. And I feel like also with that, it comes, like, this whole thing of, like, then all you focus on is your skills, which means, like, I'm putting all my energy into this. It better be good. Like, exactly. And then it's the pressure that comes with that and the pressure of, like, I feel like I never really thought of skating that way because it's, like, you have a big rink. So yeah. it's, like, for me, it's, like, okay, someone's using the equipment. I'm going to stand there and talk to the other girls. Oh, yeah. But for you, it's, like, no, well, I can always go. Uh-huh. So it's, like, different. Exactly. Um, yeah, I had something I was going to say, but I completely forget but okay let's talk about then the environment like when you did your sport like what was the what was okay what was the vibe when you like walked in what was the vibe when you were doing the sport was it like any just yeah you you get yeah okay so when I walked into the rink I feel like the first thing I would always notice is like the people around me like skating is a super like comparative sport Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a word but like (laughs) the whole time and I think it was probably just me but I I I was always comparing myself to Mm -hmm. other skaters because like first of all it was like body type was a lot of it Mm -hmm. because in skating you have to be super small and super tiny Mm -hmm. so that you can rotate really fast yeah and I'm not that like I'm very muscular and very like I'm like same. A bigger person. Yeah, like you know? broader, sh- I have yeah. broader shoulders. Yeah, it's exactly. like not the. So then I was like, okay, well, if these tiny little girls mm-hmm. are doing really well, then I need to be a tiny little girl. Yeah. But then I kind of got over that mm-hmm. as I grew up and learned that, like, I don't know, even if you still, like, ate and did everything the same, like, you're going to look completely different. Exactly. And I think that was something that really helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the other thing when I walked in is just, like, how well other people are doing yeah because like you have this group of people who are in your level and you Mm -hmm. basically compete against them like your entire career of like yeah not career no but you like throughout the levels and such yeah exactly because you're always like basically rivaling against each other and like Mm -hmm. trying to win over each other Mm -hmm. and so I was just like oh so and so just landed their like axle or something yeah and I was like I haven't landed my axle. Like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. And then I would just get it super into my head that, like... You're behind. And you're, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not good enough, mm-hmm. and I need to, like, be advancing as fast as 
goes over. Yeah. Yeah. It's that kind of, like, when you compare... Well, I also think, like, the nature of both of our sports, it is about comparing, like, yourself to others, and that's how you, like... That's the whole, like, premise of the sport. It's not like soccer or baseball or whatever, where it's like, okay, as a team, you're doing something. Yeah, exactly. It's, It's more like, okay, as an individual. And then, obviously, there's, like, okay, like, I'm not doing as well. These people are on a level, but, like, they have this and they have this. And it's, like, this constant comparison. And then it ends up getting, like you said... To, like, literally, it goes all the way to how you look. Because, yeah. like, in skating, it's, like, you have to, like, it's, it's like, dancing on ice, really. And doing it a bunch is, of, it's, yeah. like, gymnastics on ice, really. But, like, it, yeah. and it's just, like, you have to, like, the ideal and, like, the way you're supposed, like, quote-unquote, supposed to look and all that stuff, it gets to your head and you're, like, mm, I'm too tall or I'm too this. And I'm, like, and then you, like, pick yourself apart because you're, like, okay, well, I'm lacking this, but I'm also lacking this. And then, I don't know about you, but, like, for me, when you do that a lot, it's, like, you have no desire to go to practice because you're, like, oh, I just sure. know I'm going to feel shitty and I know it's, like, not going to end up the way I want it yeah. to. I feel like when I was really skating a lot, um, like, really in my competitive zone, mm-hmm. I would just be, like, oh, my God, I don't want to go to practice. Like, I don't want to yeah. go to skating. And I would just be in the car, like, on the way there, just being, like, oh, I don't want to yeah. go. And then I'd get super nervous and I'd be, like, Another thing about skating is you fall. Like, literally, yeah. that's all you do. Like, you you go and you can land a couple jumps, like, really consistently. But then you're working on new ones and you just fall. Like, all the time. Talk about painful. Yeah, <laughs> and it's really bad for your mental health. Because mm-hmm. you'll be like, okay, if I just squeeze another, like, more, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'll land it. Yeah. And you just keep falling. Yeah. And you'll go and you'll finally land one jump. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay, we're going to move on and do the next jump. And then mm-hmm. you start falling again. And you're like... Ugh. It's just like... It's like discouraging because it's literally like falling. It's not like yeah. metaphorical. It's like, no, I'm literally like on the ground. And you just keep on going. And like, it's the same jumps as like I've understood. Yeah. Where it's like you keep on going until you make it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just like... Like you said before, um, before you go to practice, that feeling in the car where it's like, I really don't want to go. I don't have the energy today. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling good. I know it's going to be a shitty day, like whatever. Or it's like, I'm scared because I don't want to get hurt or like I'm in pain or whatever. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. It really sucks because I don't know about you, but like in the beginning of my sport, like I enjoyed going to practice and I enjoyed yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. And then you like lose that passion the higher like you go and like the levels and such because it's like, I don't know, it sucks because you're doing this thing because you're you're supposed to love it. Because yeah, it's like, you're doing this for exactly. fun or whatever. But then it gets too much where it's like, I don't want to go anymore. Because first of all, mm-hmm. there's no social life outside. Like, I, these people are, these people outside of, like, my sport seem happy and whatever. And I'm, like, doing my sport for so many hours and I feel, like, really shitty all the time. Yeah. And it's like, like you said, like, just, like, falling. It's just, like so discouraging and it's bad for obviously your physical health because you're like hurting <laughs> yeah. and you're getting bruised but then also your mental health because it's like I can't get this right and it's so frustrating and then like it ends up being a thing where it's like why can't I get it right but everyone else can get it right exactly and then yeah. you tear yourself down because you're like I'm a piece of shit and I'm this I, I, I do this I don't know if you do this oh I do that but it's, yeah. like, it's the kind of stuff where it's like it's not healthy at all mm-hmm. and then it's and it, the sad thing is like for me that started at a really young age oh yeah and for me too like, um, especially, like, I don't think this is in other sports. I think mm-hmm. it's, like, a skating-specific yeah. thing. But there is this, like, specific time in skating where you either make it or break it. Like, 
up to maybe age 13, like, it's a really fun thing, like, mm-hmm. everybody's having a good time, and, like, if you don't win a competition, like, oh, well, and, yeah. like, it doesn't really go anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. if you're at a lower level, like, the stakes aren't very high. Yeah. But then, as soon as you go to juvenile, basically, that's one okay, of our I was like, um, what? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, so there's, like, a hierarchy of mm-hmm. levels, right? Uh, so juvenile is, like, it's a pretty good level. Yeah. Like, you're definitely, like, not just a... I don't know, what's the word? Like, like um, what's it called? I don't know, like, entry level, you know? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, you're in skating. Yeah. Um, like, competitively, and, you're, like, determined to... Yeah. Yeah. And there's also age limits on the levels. What? Yeah, which is super, like, not good. So the cutoff is 13. And for juvenile, I think. Uh-huh. And then if you exceed that age oh, limit... Oh, it's the make and break it, like, kind of... Yeah, you have to go to open juve, which is, like, age, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Any age can do it, but it's not competitive. Like, okay. it's not as competitive. Anyway, mm-hmm. so then... Like, I got to juvenile, and I was, like, over the age, but all these other people that I was skating with were, like, younger, and they could still compete, and that was just, like, well, I'm six months older than them, but, like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, that's really And then it was, like, okay, so I could either enter open juve, which is, like, not very competitive and, like, doesn't really lead anywhere, or I could go to intermediate, which is the level after juvenile. And that's with, like, really good skaters who Mm -hmm. are doing, like, triple jumps and double axles. And it's, like, a really big step up. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I could either be in 50th place in intermediate or I could be in, like, open juve, which that's what I'm doing now. Yeah. Well, actually, I don't compete anymore. Uh, (laughs) Let's just get that clear. Um, But, like, you could do that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just not very fulfilling, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's when, like, you either can step up and be really good in intermediate, which mm-hmm. is, like, what all the really good people do. Yeah. Or you're just kind of, like, there, nowhere, you know? Yeah, that's, like, yeah, I yeah. get that, but that's so weird that they have an age limit on it, because then it's, like, you better have your shit together by your 13, because mm-hmm. then it's, like, okay, you're either gonna go here, where it's, like, you could, like, it excels really quickly, or you're gonna go here, and you're just gonna chill out, and, yeah. like, do your thing. Exactly. And I feel like... I feel like people, I obviously don't know, but I feel like people would almost, like, n- n- shame you in a way for going to op- the yeah, juve open or whatever. it's very much that environment. Because it's yeah. like, um, you can't handle the pressure of the advanced or intermediate. Yeah. And it's like that kind of stuff where it's like that rhetoric of, like, you need to, like, fine, you're not, like, a legit skater or you're not a legit thing mm-hmm. if, like, you can't do that. Yeah. But was, so then you ended up going intermediate, I assume? No, um, that's actually when I stopped competing. Oh, okay. Because, okay, well, my sister also skated, like, her entire life, Mm -hmm. um, but she ended up quitting when she was in high school, because it just got to be, like, too much, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, she actually went up to intermediate Mm -hmm. during that, like, transition period, and it was so bad for her mental health, because she would get in, like, 50th place. Yeah. And there was, like, three different, like, groups of Mm -hmm. people competing in that level and she would just like lose every time because she didn't like have the jumps and they're really hard jumps that you need to get Mm -hmm. so it's like you're either a super super good skater and getting all these jumps really quickly 
or you're like an average skater yeah and you're just losing so it's just yeah. like so discouraging because you put so much effort and especially if you see no growth because you go from like the other level and you're like oh I'm doing pretty well like I'm like in good like a decent place I'm proud I'm happy I'm with myself Mm -hmm. and then you go to this and it's really discouraging but it's not I feel like skating is like you spend like what I've understood is you spend so much time in the on the rink and practicing and practicing but it's like Mm -hmm. you can only do so much practice before you get worn out or before you like get burnt out and stuff like that so it's like it like you can push as much as you want but it's like and I think I bet that's like what your sister was doing with like Mm -hmm. she tried so much but it's like you still only don't get where you want to be exactly like you put in what like 15 hours a week in skating Mm -hmm. and that's like if you're like average you know like if you're really good you do way more than that Mm -hmm. but like you put in so much time and you like completely dismiss having a social life yeah And you just, like, do everything to be really good at this sport. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, like, one of the three amazing people, like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, you do all that for nothing. Yeah. I feel like that's just... I feel like also so much contributes to that with, like, what you said with having a social life is, like, you feel like you're missing out, but then it's like, okay, I'll focus on this. But then it's like, if that part of your life isn't going the way you want it to, then it, like, it feels like you have nowhere to turn. Because it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I don't have a social life, and then I also... I'm not where I want to be in my sport. Yeah. And then you kind of feel, like, conflicted because you're, like, I don't know where to go. I don't, like, mm-hmm. know what to do. But, like, I don't know if there was, like, what was the energy between, like, at, at like, practice or what was the energy between, like, you and your coaches mm-hmm. and then you and your, like, teammates, I guess, or the other girls that were there? Was it, like, always competitive and was it always, like, strict? Yeah. Okay. It definitely wasn't like always competitive. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely like chalking it up a bit, but, um, so you have like a close group of like other people around your age who you hang out with. Mm -hmm. Um, the sad thing in skating is that a lot of people end up quitting and it's like, once you get to that point, like lots of people quit because they're like, there's nowhere to go. Like, I'm putting so much time into it, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, like, you have that close group of friends for, like, the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like, sort of, like, an outside group um, of people who are also your age who you're competing against, but you're, like, not besties with them, yeah, you yeah. know? And those people I always felt, like, kind of, like, I was, like, competitive with them. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would try to get jumps faster than them, and they would do that to me, and it was just kind of like that. But, like, it's kind of, like, a silent thing. Like, you, it's never Like, unwritten implied. rules where it's kind of, like, I, we are this way, but, like, it's not, yeah, like... Yeah, like, no one talks about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? Um, and then for coaches, it's honestly, like, a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Like, you could have a really strict coach who, like, restricts what you eat and, like... What? Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Um, Wait, that's, like, really, really toxic. Yeah, I mean, it's, bad. like... If you, you can't be eating, like, cheeseburgers every day, you know, if you want to be, that like, the so best figure toxic. skater. Yeah. Because then that's, like, a grown adult telling you, you can't eat this shit because you're going to gain weight or you're not going to look the way I want you to look. Exactly. It's so fucking a toxic. A lot of, Holy shit. Um, like, the really toxic side of yeah. skating is coaches, like, forming these perfect little girls to send mm-hmm. into competition. And, like, I was kind of like that. Like, yeah. my coaches were like, okay... You have to, like, drink this smoothie every morning to make sure you get, like, a lot of it was based out of love. You know, they were like, 
I want you to be a really good skater. Like, this yeah. is how you're going to get there. But if you have more of, like, a toxic coach, they're going to be like, okay, well, I want you to win. And mm-hmm. this is what you're going to do. And you're going to win for me. And I kind of had that coach, like, earlier. But then I, like, dropped him. Yeah. Um, And then I found this coach who's, like, really good. I mm-hmm. really like her. She's super, like... Like, this is your sport. Like, yeah, you we're doing this for you. you exactly. Yeah, and she was like, you know what? Like, a lot of things that people don't understand about sports is that it's supposed to be that you like the sport and that you exactly. want to exercise. Exactly. And, like, it's good for your body. But then it just comes out to be, like, these nine-year-old girls who are, like, robots, like, competing yeah. against each other. And you're like, whoa. Like, when you take a step back, it's really bad um no yeah I totally get that I feel like it's definitely it feels weird because it feels like you're like almost like they're saying they want kids a lot of like coaches in general I think they see potential in like young kids and they Mm -hmm. think oh my god I can shape them into this I can make them a champion I can make them whatever but they don't understand that you're like robbing them of their childhood yeah and you're like making this whole thing where it's like they just like like, there's so many times where, like, I had to miss a birthday party, and I had to miss uh-huh. hanging out with friends, and I was, like, literally, like, so young, and it's, like, obviously, I could do it, but I didn't want to disappoint my coaches, and I didn't want to, like, and it's just, like, they, so many coaches want so much, and I, like, question sometimes, like, whether or not they do it because they want the kids to succeed, or they do it because they want their name yeah, to like, be heard. And, mm-hmm. like, they feel like, well, I could, like, create an Olympian. And I could do this. And it's like, you're talking about a child here. Yeah. Like, a human being who is still developing. And you want to take them and put them in these positions where, like you said, telling them what to eat and telling them this and making them, like, look the way you want them to look and do yeah. the things. You, and, like, it's such a toxic thing where it's, like, you take kids and you put them in this position. And then a lot of them get burnt out anyways. Yeah. And then it's, like, you just, like take them, like, from these, like, there's so many, I mean, I wasn't, like, that, I think I, like, I don't know if I would consider, like, myself stopping my sport, like, burning out, Mm -hmm. but it was just, like, I feel like I burn out afterward, because, like, when I was able to reflect on everything, like, in the beginning of COVID, but I think, like, a lot of people, a lot of kids just end up being, like, I can't do this anymore, I want, like, I want something to do, because it's, like, they, they're told to do stuff a certain way, and, like, go to practices all the time, and do this stuff, and it just becomes, like, so much to the point where it's like they don't want to do it anymore because they're like I'm for me it was like it became a thing because I had like a million injuries and surgeries and it was just became so much where I was like I'm literally so young that like I don't want to ruin my body I got one body to live in I don't want to ruin it and I don't want to ruin my mental state either when I'm this young and I have so much left to do in my life and I have so much of my life left I don't want to ruin myself this young and, like, not ruin, but, like, hurt myself and, like, scar myself this young and then make it more challenging, like, when I'm older. Like, and that goes from, like, physical to mental to emotional health. It goes for everything. Yeah. And I feel like, like you were saying, when, like, you have these younger kids and, like, coaches pick them and they're, like, this and this and this. And it's, like, the kids don't really get to – I think it's just, like, a lot of coaches don't think of, like, the fact that, like, this is, like, a child. Yeah. That exactly. still needs to grow and still needs to, like, like, it's, like, a, I feel like people just think of it in terms of, like, they're an athlete and they're doing their sport rather yeah. than 
this is like a, oh my god, my shoulder just got, <laughs> this is like a nine-year-old, like you said. Yeah. Why are you having this nine-year-old who's like, really, like, in, either in pain or like, they're frustrated because they can't eat their favorite foods because they're told not to. Or, yeah. Like, that's just like, it, like, start something that's going to be so difficult to do in like, later in your life where it's like, if they're told to eat a certain way, for example, then they're going to struggle with that later in life because it's like, oh, I can't eat this because I was told earlier for such a long time that that stuff will make me look, like, an unattra- in an unattractive way, which is absolutely Yeah, ridiculous. I know. I just remember, like, okay, first of all, I want to say that I've quit skating, like, three times. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, it was, like, for, like, three months or something. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just got so over it because I was like Mm -hmm. you know what like I do really love skating but like the environment and all of that like it just got to be too much yeah um but I also remember so my coach used to oh man I do not like remembering these Mm -hmm. um but she used to take us on these trips um and they were in Utah and it was like a training camp type thing Mm -hmm. over the summer um, and I remember, like, we would always go out to eat. Yeah. So you would skate, like, all day long, basically. And then, oh God. <laughs> and then you would so go out to eat, like, yeah. with your coach and, like, the rest of the people who, like, came on this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember, like, I always had to, like, order a salad or, like, what? chicken breast or something. Like, I could not eat anything bad because my coach was right there. And I was like... Oh, so you felt, like, pressured. Yeah. Like, I can't order what I want to order, and I'm, like, starving, and I want to reward myself, but, like... Mm Mm-hmm. And I was, like, she's gonna, like... Judge you, or, like... Yeah, she's gonna be, like, Kelly, what are you eating? You can't have a cheeseburger. Like, we're training, you know? Like, you have a competition in a month. You can't be eating that stuff. How old were you? Like, when that kind of stuff? Oh, um... I want to say 12-ish. That's, like, so young. And it's, like... That kind of, like, pushing that into a kid where it's, like, you can't eat that. You have a competition. Like, you need to stay fit. You need to look this way. Mm-hmm. It's so toxic. Yeah. Because, like, then you struggle with that later where it's, like, okay, what if people are judging me? Especially because we're both in sport or we were, like, I was in a sport and you're in a sport. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, judging is, like, a big thing and, like. You literally get judged at competitions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you, exactly. like, get a score and it's, like, it's so bizarre because you're literally, like graded on everything from how you look at the competition how your hair is your makeup your everything and it's like yeah it's so nitpicky that it makes you want to pick yourself apart because you're like this happened to me a lot where it was like sometimes before the coaches could say something I'd be like okay I have to do this like I would jump the gun Mm -hmm. and I'd like just to make them understand that I understand what I did wrong where I'd be like oh I threw my head back too much okay I I understand and I'd say that before they got the chance to Mm -hmm. but then that transferred into like when it came to like how I looked and like my clothing or whatever I would be like oh my god I look so ugly today like every single day and I try to jump the gun I try to beat people to the like to the punch like if I was the punching bag yeah and it's Uh so like and then you just start hurting yourself by doing that you start like you're like oh I do this and I do that and it's like that kind of stuff is just so unhealthy, and I see it in so many young kids where it's, yeah. like, they're doing their sport, and it, it starts off as, like, I want to show the coach I I have control over my body, and I'm, like, mindful of everything that's happening, mm-hmm. and then it becomes this thing where it's, like, 
okay, I'm going to do this forever because, like, and with every part of my life because clearly people, like, it just, I feel like for me it became, like, okay, if I say it, it won't hurt as much as if they would say it. Yeah. You know, or mm-hmm. it's, like, I don't know, that kind of stuff happened yeah. to me a lot. But I feel like doing that, I feel like it's so crazy what you're saying about, like, being a kid and then being told what to eat. Like, that just yeah. in itself is just bizarre to me. And I feel like a lot of it is that you completely look that over when you're, like, in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was out to dinner with my coach, I was like, well, of course not. Like, I can't yeah. eat a cheeseburger. We like, duh. But now that I, like, re-look at it, I'm like, wait, that was actually super toxic. Exactly. It's that kind of stuff where, yeah. like, it almost hurts to look back on because it's like, like, why did I do that? Yeah. But then it's like, you're a kid, and there's an adult who's, like, basically, like, almost shaming you into, like, not doing something, or, like, giving, you're, like, scared because they're gonna judge you. Yeah. And then it's stopping you from, like, literally eating a cheeseburger. Let a 12-year-old eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, let them, that's where I get so frustrated, because I see so many young kids in, like, so many sports, where it's like, I see a little kid with, like, a, like that, like, I obviously, like, can't diagnose them, but I'm like, you have, like, really, I see, and what you've been telling me shows that you have a lot of anxiety, and you have a lot of, like, you're just scared, mm-hmm. and you're just, like, anxious all the time, and you're, like, a kid. Yeah, I remember I used to, like, I had this one coach who was, like, a, like, widely renowned person, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, he was, he was a really good skater, and he's, like, been to nationals and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I felt so lucky because I was his student, you know? And he yeah. had all these really good students who were really, like, really Top good at the sport, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, he picked me. So, like, you know, that's, like, a high compliment. Um, but then I would have days where I would just, like, constantly fall. And I couldn't land anything. And then I would just have these, like, nervous breakdowns. And, like, mm-hmm. I would go cry in the bathroom because I was like, oh, oh my God, God. like... He has all these super amazing other students, and I'm just, mm-hmm. like, falling and falling and falling, and it's, like, I want him to be proud of me, you know? Yeah. And I got so into that mindset that I was, like, I didn't realize that it's okay to have a bad day. Exactly. You know? Like, you don't have to be amazing 100% of the time. But it's that constantly seeking validation from someone who is in power or someone you look up to mm-hmm. that makes you, like be so hard on yourself, like, I swear to God, there's so many kids, like, I did it a couple times, and there's some kids that do it all the time, and, like, you just said, go into the bathroom, and you cry, yeah, and I'm, like, if I, like, I would literally, my heart would break if I was a coach, and I'm, like, oh, what did I do at work today, oh, this kid cried because they were trying to, like, impress me, or they're, like, disappointed in themselves, like, I feel like, but a lot of coaches, not all the coaches, but a lot of coaches, like, don't really take that into account. They're like, let them cry, let them cry it out. And it's like, mm-hmm. for me, it's like, there's a child crying. Yeah. Because they're so, they they're, they want to meet your impossible standards or they want to do this for you and you don't give a shit. Yeah. And it's like, they're doing this because they want you to, like, they're seeking validation from you. And it's so, I it just makes me so frustrated because it's like, there's one moment that comes to mind where, like, this girl that I used to train with, she's a lot younger than I am. She cried a lot, very, very often, mm. like every single day as a kid, like, and for years she's been doing it. And everyone wondered, everyone was like, oh my God, like she's always crying. Like, 
whatever. But then, like, and I was like that at first. I was like, whatever, she's going to cry. And then it, like, took me a second. I'm like, like, imagine, like, bawling your eyes out this, like, every single day when you're this young. Yeah. And it's like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be doing a sport that you love, especially when you're that young. I, when I was her age, I still love doing my sport. Mm -hmm. And she is like crying every day. And there was one, there's one moment that like comes to mind and like, I'm never going to forget it. She was, because there were times where she cried, but it was like clear that it was like, she couldn't control it because she was just like frustrated with herself. But it wasn't like, like tears would just come down. And I think it was just like trained like out of like frustration or something like that. But then there were sometimes where, like, she would genuinely, like, have trouble, like, speaking. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I went to, like, the lockers where we kept all our stuff. And I was going to grab some stuff. And I see her standing by her locker literally hyperventilating. Yeah. She was, like, oh, 10. Hyperventilating, bawling her eyes out. No one's there. So it's not like she's trying to show it off or be, like, like pity me. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a kid hyperventilating because she's so terrified of walking back in the gym. Yeah. And I, like, look at her. I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? And, like, I gave her a hug. And then, like, the coach is, like, hey, get back out here, like, whatever. And then I walk out, and I'm, like, this girl's, like, bawling her eyes, and I feel so bad. So I'm, like, no child should feel so terrified to do something they're supposed to love, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then I told, like, one of my teammates about it, and I was, like, oh, my God, like, she was, like, hyperventilating, and I was, like, and they were, like, oh, what did you do? And I was, like, oh, I gave her a hug. And, and then the person was, like, why would you give her a hug? Are you, like... Oh my god, are you trying to suck up to her? All this stuff. And I was like, Oh my god. I'm like, I am like a human being. If I see a 10 year old crying, bawling her eyes out, she can't freaking breathe yeah. because she's in so much pain, like mentally. I'm gonna give her a hug because I'm a human, like yeah. trying to interact with another human. And it's like, I couldn't go home and see it. Like, I couldn't, like, it's, I get mad at myself still because I'm like, I, I like remember when she was crying and we would all ignore her or wrote like, or be like, oh my god, she's doing it again. Instead of being like, you know what? Either way, something is prompting her to either like cry on purpose because she wants to get like attention or genuinely cry and no one's addressing it and that's an issue. You know what? I feel like we actually had the same issue yeah. in skating. Because I remember I for a while I skated at this like random other rink mm-hmm. uh, that was actually kind of far away, mm-hmm. um, but we, like, made the trip out there, like, every Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and there was this one girl, and, like, it was, like, a foreign, like, rink to us, like, yeah, didn't, didn't know really anybody, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, um, and there was this one girl who, constantly crying, mm-hmm. and we would always be, like, oh, like, crying girl, like, or, roll like, your eyes, like, oh yeah. my god, can she keep it together, and, like, I didn't know her, so, like, I didn't want to go up to her, mm-hmm. And, like, you know, all that stuff. And now that I think about it, like, that was so bad. Like, yeah. if she was so unhappy and so terrified of, like, making a mistake or something, mm-hmm. that she was bawling her eyes out every time yeah. we went there. Like, it's just so unhealthy and, like, such a bad mindset to, yeah. have, like, instill in these children right children yeah. minors infant not infants because like two year old but like <laughs> literally a child and I feel like that's kind of something I want to talk about too about like this whole the energy between you you shared with your teammates I know you mentioned like the competitiveness mm-hmm. but when it came to like I talked about this in my other episode about sports inducing anxiety when it came to injuries and such or like your other teammates was it the kind of mentality where it was like in a competitive way, was like, oh my god, just suck it up. 
you're hurting, everyone's hurting. Of course, yeah, that was definitely a thing that happened. Like, when was that, have you, like, ever been, like, injured, like, in that sense where you, like, had to sit out and stuff? Um, okay, it definitely wasn't as bad as gym, because you guys have to, like, still show up when you're injured, right? Yeah. Okay, so for me, the one memory that, like, comes to mind was I had this super bad back injury mm-hmm. that was yeah, that's... from overuse, of course. Yeah. Um, but I was, so in skating, you have these things called, like, tests, which, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, but um, it would be, like, in order to compete in this level, you have to pass this test. Oh, okay. And it's, like, you have to do your routine, and they just changed it, oh, so that's it's, like, stressful. actually like... much better, but if you, like, fell on any jump, like, you automatically, like, didn't pass. <gasps> that sucks. Which was awful, but yeah. they just fixed that, so, like, Good. it's focused on more, like, program like in general than mm-hmm. like, the jumps um but I had this super back bad back injury yeah right before I was supposed to take one of those tests mm-hmm. and I like could barely walk and like I felt it when I was like sitting down and like oh I had to go to PT mm-hmm. and like it was just super bad um and my coach was like I get that you're hurt but like we have a test in a week like like, you can take time off after that, but, like, Push you through. have to do this test. And it was so mm. bad because I was crying because it hurt so oh bad. Oh, my God. And then my coach was getting mad at me because I was, like... Hello, I'm in pain. Yeah, like because she was, like, Kelly, like, it shouldn't hurt this much. Like, get over it, like, take stop the test, and then you can take time off. But That's I was, ridiculous. like, I can't plan my injuries around your schedule yes exactly i was like okay like i'll try to take this test but like i was so in pain and eventually i ended up not taking the test because it hurt too bad yeah good and then i took like four months off like it was like my longest so bad thing and that was the best thing that i've ever done like if i didn't do that i would have been so burnt out and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And I've actually come into, like, a new mindset mm-hmm. that it's, like, the sport is for exercise. Yes. It's for, like, increasing my mental health and, like, making it better. Yeah. And if it doesn't do that, then I shouldn't be doing it. You know? Exactly. So, Perfectly like, that made, And especially stopping competing. Yeah. Like, that just made me so happy. Mm-hmm. And, like, every time... So the competition, like, season for skating is during the summer. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you have a competition, like, every month. Like, all throughout summer. Yeah. And I was in such a bad mental state because I would be so scared for competitions. Because, like, if I got seventh, I would be bad and I would get yeah. in trouble. And then, Jeez. like, I would just be so scared all the time. And I'd be training super hard and then I get, like, overuse injuries. Yeah. But Ducks. especially, like, your back. That's, like, a huge thing. Like, every mm-hmm. injury sucks, but it's, like, your back is, like... You only get one. Exactly. Yeah. That's how, like... I feel like that's what a lot of people realize later, where it's, like, I shouldn't have, like, abused my body this much. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like... That's why I'm so, like, happy that you took the time. You're, like, you know what? I can't do this. I, like, need time off to heal yeah. and I think what's like the whole pressure of like 
from teammates and from coaches, suck it up, stop overreacting, this, yeah. that. And even if it's, like, they don't say it, like, your coach said it. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's, like, the whole, like, disappointment, like, yeah. oh, my God, like, why can't you not be injured or why, like, like, like almost like it's, like, a burden on them. It's, like, really? Yeah. Do you really think that I want to be injured? Yeah, do you like, think this is fun? Sorry my injuries inconvenienced you. Exactly. You know? It's, like, are you, like, you're frustrated. Don't you think I'm fucking frustrated? This is a, like... It's painful. I'm yeah. in pain. It's also not cheap to have an injury. Yeah. And when it's like, and it's not fun sitting on the sidelines and not being able to do stuff. So it's mm-hmm. like when people, teammates and other people are like, oh my God, stop complaining. Stop like, oh my God, like, okay, fine. Like you're out. And like the disappointment, it's like, it doesn't add anything. Cause it's like, now I feel like really crappy because you are like mad at me for being injured. Yeah. And it's like, what did I ever do to you? I'm a child who is <laughs> injured and it was literally like something is not okay with my body. And instead of healing it like I should mm-hmm. and taking that time, I'm shamed for doing that. I know. It's so toxic. It's so bizarre. And it's like, why is it so, why can't, and I, like, I, with the, like my teammates, it was the same energy, like where it was like, and I did it, too, where it was, like, someone was, like, injured, and it's, like, oh, my God, they're probably, like, overreacting, whatever. Instead of being, like, maybe they're actually in pain. Yeah, like, are you okay? Exactly. And it was, like, the like for my last injury that I got and my last surgery, um, I, like, remember, like, getting injured, and then one of my teammates um, walked up to me, and they were, like, you're injured again? Mm-hmm. And then I walked, and I was, like, yeah. And then, like, it was, like, right after I'd hurt myself. And I literally walk like, I walked by them, and, like, I started crying. And, like, I didn't, like, cry after I got my injury. I was more, like, in shock and would tear. But, like, I started, like, crying, and then I went home, and then I started bawling and, like, hyperventilating because I was, like, so frustrated with myself because I was, like, they, they're disappointed in me. They think I'm annoying, and I'm a burden. It's a burden on them for me getting injured. Yeah. Like, and it was just, like, disappointing myself feeling like I disappointed my teammates and my coaches. Yeah. And it's so much to carry when you're, like, a kid. I feel like there's also a massive, like, parental pressure. Mm-hmm. Because, um, like, if I got injured, my mom would be like, ugh, now we gotta pay for you to go to the doctor. Yeah. And, like, all that stuff. And, like, on a completely different thing, like, mm-hmm. especially in skating, coach, like, parents coach. And You've told me about that. That is insane. It's so unhealthy. Like, tiger parents. Yeah. And, like... Or I don't think we, I'm supposed they, to... They... Like, the parents will stand at the side of the rink... Yeah. And, like, command their children to do stuff. And, like, it's not even, like, a... Okay, I know you, so, like, I could be a better coach. And, like, it's, like, I don't trust anyone else. That is so frustrating. Yeah. I get, like, frustrated if my parents tell me to, like take out the trash and certain I don't know like <laughs> yeah I just can't imagine also because it's like I remember you telling me about that and how like the moms it was usually moms right oh yeah and like how they were like catty or like wanted so much for their kid that it was like burning out your kid and it's like then mm-hmm. as like a kid when you have an injury or something that really sucks because it's like this whole thing where it's like for me, my parents weren't like that. I'm very thankful for that because I had a lot of injuries and I know it costs a lot of money. Yeah. They were more like, I think I thought of it more as like I felt like I was disappointing them and I was like a burden, mm-hmm. um, which obviously wasn't healthy. But like they never said it directly, but it was like 
we're taking time out of our day because we need to drive you to a doctor's appointment. We yeah. need to take you to physical therapy. And it was that kind of stuff where it's, like, it's just frustrating. But, like, as if, like, when you have your parent, I never had that. And I'm very thankful for that. But, like, when your parent is literally sitting on the sidelines critiquing you mm-hmm. and saying, like, you need to do this a certain way. It's, like, you're not, you're my mother. Can you yeah. be my mother? Like, it's feel like a separation. Exactly. You know? It's a it's completely different dynamic. And when you, like, take on as a parent, and I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but mm-hmm. it's, like, as, like, someone who, like, has observed this firsthand, it's, like, when you see parents who, like, try to coach their children or try to, like, do something, then it's, like, the kid clearly isn't happy. Mm-hmm. And you're just creating this toxic relationship with your kid, and it's not going to work out, like... Unless you, like, take the time to, like, heal it later. If you continue to push your kid, especially if they're hurt. Like, I cannot imagine being, like, I'm disappointed in myself. My parents are. My coaches are. I mean, my parents, my coaches, and my teammates. Mm -hmm. And also then you get, like, scared because it's, like, if you're hurting. Like, let's say with your back. Mm -hmm. It's, like, if you, I don't know if this happened, but it's, like, if you start feeling pain, instead of being, like, hey, I'm, like, hurting, can I just, like, I think you're supposed to heat, but, like, heat my back. Can I, like, just whatever, take a break? If you don't feel comfortable speaking up about it, then it just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And then you have to take, like, four months off because it's, like, hey, like, it's really bad now. And I've ignored it because I'm scared of you and I'm scared you're going to judge me and shame me Mm -hmm. for, like, not... I feel like they're just always, like, you're weak. Not you're weak, but, like, can't you just, like, suck it up? Like, everyone has problems. Yeah, I feel like, um... So, in skating, there's, like, so much terminology I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that. Um, but we have this thing called off-ice, which mm-hmm. is basically just, like, conditioning. We yeah. do, like, like off-ice off exercises, yeah. you know? So, like, burpees and, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just, like, an, a workout. Um, and I get a lot of, like, not, like, broken bones, which is, like, I feel like what you get, mm-hmm. but I get more, like, muscle injuries. Yeah. That's a big thing. Um... And so I would be in office, and actually right now I have one. Um, yeah. My shin's been hurting. Um, but, like, you get so scared to tell them. And, like, if I, let's say, like, pulled a muscle, which mm-hmm. I've done many times, yeah. I'd be so scared to tell my coach. Yeah. Because then I would have to do, like, a different sort of off-ice workout. Oh, okay. Or, like, she would have to... Go out of her way to, like... Yeah, exactly. mm -hmm, Make something different. So then I was like, okay, well, I don't want to do that, so, like, I'll just be quiet. But then I would be like, what if I do speak up? And she's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, get over it, you know? Yeah. So I just had that, like, fear, and... It was like, there's no win to speak up, basically. Uh Because, like, either she's going to make... I'm going to feel like a burden, because she's going to make new exercises for me, or she's going to tell me to suck it up, and I do it anyways, but now she's frustrated with me. Exactly, yeah. I just can't. Yeah. That just sounds like, I think that's so common though, feeling like those two options are the only options. Either they say get over it, push through it, and now they're frustrated with you, mm-hmm. or they like, they're like, they roll their eyes, or they're like, okay, sit out, get ice, but then they're disappointed in you, and you better have it fixed by the next practice. Yeah, exactly. It's like, my body doesn't heal within 12 hours. Sorry to break <laughs> it to you, like it doesn't yeah. do that. I just feel like... Oh, I'm so happy I'm talking about this with you because I feel like it's so interesting to hear from a different, like, a completely different sport, and yet there are so many fucking similarities. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, you've been saying so much, and I'm like, yeah. 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 You too. It's exactly. exactly. And I'm just like, 
I don't know. I feel like it's so crazy to think that, like, this is why I want to have conversations like these with people because I want to talk with people about stuff that's, like, really important. Mm-hmm. And just to make people feel like the whole, I mean, oh my god, I sound like fucking corny, but like the whole <laughs> point of this podcast is to like make people feel feel more seen and heard and supported and loved. Yeah. And it's like sometimes just saying this is my experience, this is the shit I've went gone through, and this is the shit I go through. Mm-hmm. It's like that just makes people be like, oh my god, me too. Yeah, Thank God exactly. I'm not alone. Thank God I'm just like not the only one feeling this, and that's why I'm so happy. I feel like after I quit my sport, I feel like I can be more open about my experiences without, like, fearing, like, anything, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so happy that I can share these this mm-hmm. stuff with you and that you can talk to me about it and, like, give your input to everyone listening. So, hey, everyone who's listening. But, like, <laughs> it's, like, I feel like it's so, it's so nice to hear a different perspective and hear how similar and hear your experience with everything and how the skating world is, like, crazy like it's so crazy and it's just like I don't know it's bizarre um but is there anything you else you want to mention Um, I don't think so okay I feel like I hit everything I wanted to hit on my little notes list Mm -hmm. um so I just want to thank you so much for coming on it's really it's real I I love Kelly you guys I love Kelly so (laughs) fucking much she's an amazing human being oh Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love her so much, and I am really hope that you guys got something out of this, um, yeah, because hopefully. this is like, no, I they I, I bet you did, if you're listening, um, but <laughs> if you've listened this long, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to do my intro now, and let's see if I remember it. I feel like I forget you mean, every you single mean episode. Outro? Like, what'd I say? Intro. Oh my god, outro, <laughs> I mean outro. Um, it's been a long day. Uh, it's been a very long day, but I'm very excited that we got to have this conversation yeah. and talk a little more about this topic. Um, okay. Um, don't, okay, <laughs> I'm trying to remember it. Come um, on. Don't forget to protect your peace, get rid of toxic energy, cultivate love, and cleanse your space. If you're listening to this in the morning, good morning, beautiful. I hope you're having an if you're gonna have an amazing fucking day because you really do deserve it get shit done do your thing if you're listening to this during the day hello gorgeous um i hope you've been having an amazing day so far and i hope you continue to have a wonderful day because you fucking deserve it and if you're listening to this at night sweet dreams get some rest you probably need it clearly i need it um and yeah don't forget to Forgive your I can't fucking speak. <laughs> Forgive yourself tonight and recommit tomorrow morning. Um, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Kelly, for joining us. Of course. Um, send Kelly lots of good vibes. I don't know. <laughs> I think you. Um, but I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but thank you guys so much. You know I love and appreciate you. And yeah, I think that's it. Okay. You want to say bye? Bye. Bye.